Live from NPR News, I'm Barbara Klein. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says the Biden administration still hopes to find common ground on infrastructure when talks with Senator Joe Manchin and Republicans resume tomorrow. But she says the House will start marking up the bill Wednesday with or without their support. Vice President Kamala Harris heads to Guatemala today, stemming immigration to the U.S. tops her agenda, as Maria Martin reports. Representatives of citizens and indigenous groups this week called on the vice president to pay attention to issues of governance and the rule of law and their impact on the conditions that make people flee. And even though many Guatemalans see little hope for drastic change from Harris's visit, they say it's still a ray of hope in what's been a dark period for Guatemala with the pandemic and democratic institutions under attack. Vice President Harris will also go to Mexico this week to address many of the same issues. Voters there are casting ballots in midterm elections today following a violent campaign season. NPR's Kerry Khan reports 36 candidates have been killed. The latest killing was Friday night when mayoral candidate René Tovar in the Gulf state of Veracruz was shot to death at his home by unknown gunmen. Throughout the weekend, other attacks on candidates continued, including the kidnapping of a political party leader in Sinaloa state. Most of the violence is being blamed on drug trafficking and organized crime gangs, but also local feuds between political rivals vying for power. It's estimated that Mexico's crime gangs have exploded to more than 200 operating now. The number of political contests this year is also at record levels. All 500 seats in the lower house of Congress are up for grabs, as well as more than 2,000 mayoral contests and local state posts. Carrie Kahn, NPR News, Mexico City. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is calling leaders of wealthy nations to help vaccinate the entire world by the end of 2022. As Willem Marx reports, Johnson is set to host the first in-person summit of G7 leaders in nearly two years. Prime Minister Johnson will outline details of this target for global vaccination at the coming summit on Friday, after criticism that his government has for months stockpiled vaccines for its own population rather than supply them to the WHO-coordinated COVAX program that's working to vaccinate residents of developing countries. In a statement released overnight, Johnson's asked his G7 counterparts to rise to the greatest challenge of the post-war era by vaccinating the world by the end of next year. He said he and fellow leaders must pledge we will never allow the devastation wreaked by coronavirus to happen again, and such an effort would constitute the single greatest feat in medical history. For NPR News, I'm Bill and Marks in London. This is NPR. England's national soccer team is taking a gesture of social justice on tour in Europe. From London, Vicky Barker reports the team's manager says members will take a knee throughout the Euro 2020 tournament. All professional and semi-professional soccer matches in Britain begin with players, coaches, and referees following the practice first set in the U.S. and taking a knee to show that racism has no place in their sport. Now, England manager Gareth Southgate says the national team will continue to do so throughout the Euro 2020 tournament, ignoring any boos from the crowd. A loud minority of fans jeered the players during a recent friendly home game against Austria. More jeering is possible when 
they play Romania at another warm-up game today. Southgate says team members have agreed overwhelmingly to carry on, adding that his players have had enough of being called on to explain an action that should speak for itself. For NPR News, I'm Vicki Barker in London. Ceremonies are underway in Normandy, France today to commemorate the 77th anniversary of D-Day. A regiment band performing at today's inauguration of the British Normandy Memorial in Vers-sur-Mer. More than 150,000 Allied troops landed on the Nazi-held beaches of Normandy on June 6, 1944, leading to the liberation of Europe from German occupation. I'm Barbara Klein, NPR News.